the Lord. Welcome to Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we are so happy that you chose to join us today. We're expecting a mighty move of God, and we believe He will do it right now. While you're waiting for service to start, please feel free to hit that share button. Let your family happy. I will rejoice and be glad in
God. Let your anointing reside one more time in this temple, Lord God. Bless every care, oh God. Bless every hurt and every pain, God. Bring healing as only you can. Bring deliverance, Lord God. Set the captives free, God. There's nobody like you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you today, Lord God. Bless the man of God of this household, God. Bless our pastor, Bishop Michael Field, God. Strengthen him now, God. Open the door of utterance, Lord God. That your word will come forth, God. That the gospel this morning. Those that are listening up to us on live stream this morning, God. Bless the individual homes, God. Go into those places, Lord Jesus, where nobody else can go, Lord God. Even behind the prison walls, God. Oh, God, work your miracle, God. Miracle of saving souls, God. Miracle of deliverance, oh, God. We're asking you this morning, Lord, because we can do nothing without you, God. Oh, God, we're asking you, Lord, strengthen the family, Lord God. Bless the Oh God, bless our children, Lord God. Bring them forth as a mighty army, God. A generation that call on your name, God. Give them the focus that they need, Lord God, to know how to serve you in the days of their youth, God. We thank you today, God, for the children that's going forth to school this year. Oh God, we ask you to camp your angels round about them. Protect them from the evil of the day, Lord God. Bind the hand of the enemy. Let no violence come near them, oh God. God. Let no destruction come nigh them, Lord God. Lord, bind the hand of the disease and the famine in the land, God. Let it not hurt our children, God. Let it not come nigh our dwelling place, God. Bless the mothers and the fathers, God, as they provide for the family, Lord. Bless us as we go in and out, oh God, of our workplaces, Lord God. We asking you, Lord God, we can't do nothing without you. Lead us, God. Guide us, Lord Jesus. Let your word dwell rich in us, Lord, that we will walk according to your will. And we thank you this morning, God, even for the country that we're living in. Bless those in the leadership, God, throughout our land, whether they're Congress, oh God, the president, Lord Jesus, all the judges throughout the land. Lord, you control every man's heart, God. You pull the reins, Lord Jesus. We ask you to bless that we can live a quiet and peaceful life and we continue to build your kingdom wherever we go, Lord Jesus. That we will declare that your blood still works, God. Your blood still works, Lord. You went to Calvary, Lord. You died that we might be free, God. And we ask you this morning, Lord, for salvation for the lost, Lord. Our loved ones that are lost, uh, our family members that are lost, God. We ask you to save them to the utmost, Lord, and we'll give you glory, and we'll give you praise, and we'll give you honor. Even in this place, Lord, we lift up our voice with a voice of triumph, knowing that we got victory in Jesus. We got victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's nobody like him. There's nobody like him in all the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let everything they have breath praise ye the Lord. We serve a mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. My spirit is stirred this morning. <laughs> what a mighty song to open up the praise and worship with. Hallelujah. 
Now at this time, we will take a time to read from the word of God from Psalms number 24, familiar scripture. Hallelujah. I will read it in your hearing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalms 24, starting verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his eternal word that will continue to cause you to praise and worship our God in Jesus' name.
down your burdens. Come lay down your burdens. Hallelujah. The Bible says cast all your cares. You can cast all your cares upon the Lord. For he cares for you. Hallelujah. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together in his name. 
Hallelujah. There am I in the midst of them. Hallelujah. You can cast all your cares. For he cares for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah, let's give God a praise in this house. Let's give God a praise in this sanctuary. For he alone is worthy. He's worthy of all the glory. Hallelujah. And he's worthy of all the honor. And he's worthy of all the praise. Let's give God a praise. Let's give God a praise. He's the lifter of my soul. He's the bright and morning star. Great is thy faithfulness unto me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Great is thy faithfulness. I said, great is thy faithfulness. He's a great God, and he deserves great praise. Come on, let's give God your best praise. I said, let's give God your best praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. They that come unto him, amen, must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. This is the generation that seek him, that seek thy face. Hallelujah. Lift up your head, O you gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Come on, let's give God one more praise. Hallelujah. If you know he's worthy, let's give him a praise. Don't do it for me, but do it for Jesus. Hallelujah. He was dead. Hallelujah. He rose. Hallelujah. We've been washed in his blood. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. You got something to be grateful for. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank God just for being in the house one more time. Let's give God another praise for being in the house one more time. Hallelujah. We come to get something from the Lord this morning. Amen. We come to hear our word this morning. Amen. That's the praise team been singing. Hallelujah. We come to get into the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. Amen. You got to clap your hands. Hallelujah. You got to open up your mouth. Hallelujah. You got to give God the praise. Hallelujah. You got to be thankful unto him. And you got to bless his holy name. For he is worthy. He's a worthy God. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. What's the highest praise? What's the highest praise? Jesus. At the name of Jesus, I can call on the name of the Lord. He is my rock. He is my shield. He is my buckler. He is my redeemer. Jesus! Jesus! 
Jesus. 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 Amen. It's offering time. Come on, let's give God a praise. Holiday in this place. It's offering time. Hallelujah. The Bible lets us know that it's more blessed to give than receive. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, He can do exceedingly. Hallelujah. And abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hallelujah. We're coming by faith this morning. Hallelujah. It's time to worship in our giving. Hallelujah. You can give several ways. Hallelujah. But when you give, you got to give it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But when you give, you got to give in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You can come up with a praise. Hallelujah. Because we're giving in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh. When I think Hallelujah of the goodness. I'm going to go before the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give your name the glory. We give your name all the honor. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give. Hallelujah. Lord God, we thank you for jobs. We thank you for food over on our table, for a roof over our head. Lord, we're coming with a thankful spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible says, oh, give thanks huh? unto the Lord, for he is good. Hallelujah. Lord, we come and say thank you for being our provider. Lord, we come saying thank you for doing it, Lord God. The Bible says in all things. Give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. For this is the will of God. So, Father, we ask that you bless this offering. Lord, we ask that you bless each and every one of us. Lord, have your way. In Jesus' name. Let's say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Lord, put your hands together. together won't you give Jesus some praise yeah hallelujah I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul shall make a boast of the Lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad oh magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together somebody shout out another praise praise wonderful savior he is had it not been for him we wouldn't be here right now hallelujah yes what a mighty god father we love you so much and we're so grateful for what you have done so many things you've blessed us with so many ways you've made you have allowed us to be here today and we've come to magnify your name to praise you, to worship you. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for keeping us and watching over us. Thank you for another opportunity to hear a word from you. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to our hearts and to our minds. Don't let us leave here the same way that we came. Send your word with power demonstration of your Holy Spirit and we'll give your name the glory the honor and the praise in Jesus name say it with me in Jesus name amen the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 12 Luke chapter 12 beginning at verse 13 I'll read verses 13 through 21. You have it. Say amen. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto him, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. 
And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby. Verse 20, but God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? I want to use as a subject today, don't be a fool. You may be seated. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. It is needful for me to have this conversation with you. But first, I want to admit that when you talk about kingdom to church people, you get different responses. And I think it's because we spent so many years talking about church until we forget that we are in the kingdom. I really believe if we talk more about the kingdom principles, people would really understand the concept or the reality, I really should say, of what church really is supposed to be about. Kingdom, say that word with me, kingdom. Not a social club, not a place of private agendas, but it is according to kingdom. And to be a part really is an honor, a privilege to be a part of this kingdom. It goes beyond your church affiliation. It goes beyond who your pastor is. It goes beyond what organization you belong to. And we, we hear conversations often and you should be proud of where you are from. And, but you hear people speak of all of this, but not too many people are talking about what it means to be a part of this kingdom. Understanding it perfectly and coming to that place, we would have to say that the kingdom is spiritual, not carnal. Spiritual, not of this world. Not of this world. Kingdom, and, and some of you may not really agree with this, but the kingdom does not meddle with worldly things. No, does not meddle with the lust of this world. The kingdom, the kingdom is not political. The kingdom is not Republican or Democratic. The kingdom is independent of itself and it's all about the things of God. Its dominion is not according to this world, but it's founded by grace. It, and it does not encourage expectations 
according to worldly advantages. In other words, it, it, it's not here to stimulate your flesh and to push your personal stuff. But it's all about the will of God. Not my will, but thy will be done. I am fully cognizant of the fact also that many, if not most, are struggling between kingdom and world, trying to make up their mind if they really want to be a part of the kingdom. They may say that they want to, but their actions speak totally different because everything about their demeanor, everything about their life says, I want to stay here and be a part of everything that I see. But I hear Jesus say, my kingdom is not of this world. <laughs> my, my kingdom cannot be measured by manly principles. It, it cannot be touched by the opinions of others. My kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom. And to sum it up, I would have to say that the kingdom is God's reign through God's people over God's place. I'll say it again. It's God's reign through God's people over God's place. And if you notice, I said God. God's people. God's reign. God's place. I think we get it twisted many times when you hear the saints talk. It's me, me, me. My, my, my. But, but God said it's all mine. <laughs> it all belongs to me it's my power it's my spirit it's my grace it's my sacrifice it's a foundation that i lay hallelujah it's all me the message of the kingdom is powerful especially as it relates to what i just stated god's reign through his people over his place god's reign tells me that i have to put the kingdom first that it's all about him. It is probably the foremost statement of God. He owns everything. Cattle on a thousand hill belongs to him. The earth is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Everything that you see belongs to him. Hallelujah. He is the king. Uh, thus we say it is the kingdom of God. No man has the right to sit on the or attempt to usurp authority from him because he is all-powerful. He even states that I put one up and take one down. I regulate everything. I am God and above me there is no other. Hallelujah. There is much contemporary talk concerning the kingdom, but when you listen to the conversation, it paints a picture, hallelujah, of a kingdom with a vacant throne. Hallelujah. But there is a king there. There is power there. It is not based on the principles of, hallelujah, men's understanding of kingdom. He doesn't need tanks. He does not need bombs. Hallelujah. He does not need any kind of nuclear power. He is above all. Hallelujah. All he has to do is speak a word and it becomes he can open his mouth again and whatever you see will disappear. Hallelujah. Power above our understanding. You cannot measure it. You cannot harness it. I heard one prophet say you can't steady his hand. 
Once he makes his mind up to move, hallelujah, he will move his hat. As a matter of fact, once he opens his mouth, whatever he says must come to pass. God is the king and he reigns over his creation. And hallelujah, that means that he reigns over us. We are God's people. Raise your hand and say, I'm a child of the king. Hallelujah. He reigns over all. Hallelujah. And he reigns through us. Hallelujah. This was the very design from the very beginning. When Adam and Eve were here, he commissioned them as royal representatives of himself. Told them to be stewards over all creation. But because of sin, because of their rebellion, it fractured the relationship between he and I. The king and his subjects. There, there is now, hallelujah, a breakage or a gap, a gulf between us and him. So because of this, he made provision for us, hallelujah, to come back in to his kingdom. So it is safe for me to say then that God's reign is a saving reign. Hallelujah. Understand truthfully and holistically about this kingdom. It provides now an understanding of what salvation is all about. Did not he say now we are a royal priesthood? Hallelujah. Chosen generation. A peculiar people. He saved us and brought us according to what the writer said into the kingdom of his dear son. Lift your hands and say I'm in the world but not of the world. Now here is where the friction is because we said that, that there are many who will say they're in it but not of it but they are holding on to the things of the world and bypassing the principles of the kingdom. Uh, but Jesus explained that if you're going to be in my kingdom, you have to be born in it. And then you have to walk according to my word. Follow me. Hallelujah. He saved us in order for us to be a part of this kingdom. We are saved from death into life. Hallelujah. You know this is true because the Bible declares that we were born with the death sentence upon us. Hallelujah. This is why Paul said, Oh, wretched man that I am, who can save me or deliver me from this death? Hallelujah. But because of salvation, I have life more abundantly. Saved from shame into glory. Saved from bondage into freedom and saved from sin hallelujah into a life victorious I'm in the kingdom now and I know some of you don't get it but you will after a while if you have been born again I don't care where you live what your address is you're in the kingdom of God hallelujah raise your hand and say thank God I'm in the kingdom 
I think this pandemic has done us a favor as it relates to how we should think concerning the things of God because even if I can't get in the building I'm still in the kingdom even if I'm sitting in my living room raising my hands singing my songs I'm still in the kingdom not only am I in the kingdom, but the kingdom is also in me. So if I'm, if I'm in this kingdom now, then I am to embrace who he is, what he is. I am to embrace also his word, his ways, his instruction. In other words, whatever the king says, I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to push back against his word. Hallelujah. Whatsoever he wants me to do because he is the king and I am his child. The only thing left for me to do is to say yes, Lord. And it also involves God's place. Hallelujah. God's word, God's ways. He works through us, but it involves his place. Hallelujah. He has a place for us. Not only am I walking in the kingdom, not only do I feel kingdom power in me, but he has provided us a place of the kingdom now we experience it in power and through faith but one day we will be in that actual place of where Jesus is hallelujah look over at somebody and scream past your mask and say I'm in the kingdom but I'm on my way to a better place Hallelujah. So when you read the word of God, you, you have to come to this conclusion that the, the story that we read in the Bible is a rescue story. He, he rescued me. I, I was on my way to hell. He pulled me out of my mess and put me in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Just raise your hand and say, he rescued me in order to understand further I've got to bring you right into the text written by brother Luke to let us know of the movings and the teachings of God through his son Jesus Christ he would let us know that when Jesus came yes he came to serve mankind and to bring us to a place of salvation and when he opened his mouth he preached the kingdom raise your hand and say the kingdom now he was not a politician but when he spoke hallelujah he was a problem to the political order of his day hallelujah he did not talk politics he spoke concerning the power of God manifested on earth the breaking of chains the removal of bondage the saving of souls 
he said nothing about the power of men and he said nothing about the thrones of men but he dealt specifically with the power of God and his throne and victory that is obtained through living for this wonderful savior he preached the kingdom they were not used to this they they were used to chanting and rocking and quoting scriptures and they were used to pomp and circumstance they were used to wear robes and hats they were used to having seating assigned and they were used to the pedigree of church they were used to hallelujah who your mama is means I belong here and when Jesus came he flipped all of that upside down as a matter of fact he would rebuke them and call them empty sepulchers and tell them you know nothing about the kingdom you're all wrapped up in politics and who you think is in charge trying to get a seat in the building where you have no place in the kingdom this is why you have no power there's no joy there is no anointing you have position with no power hallelujah you're sitting in the building and you leave one way and you walk out worse because you are missing the move of the kingdom hallelujah some of them understanding the kingdom was new to them just like it's new to some people today but the first century church understood kingdom because Jesus taught kingdom principles ah, and he taught so good Hallelujah! until people from all around would come to hear him speak but there was something different about this king he didn't just talk kingship he, he didn't just talk about power but there was a true manifestation of kingdom power hallelujah he didn't have a golden crown on his head he he held no scepter in his hand but when he spoke bodies were healed hallelujah demons trembled hallelujah uh, there was hope every time he opened his mouth people had hope in their hearts hallelujah and what surprised many of them was it wasn't just what he said but who he was inviting into the kingdom hallelujah folks got mad because Jesus was dealing with people outside of the normal pedigree and outside of the choice of other individuals he would talk to people who were pushed away outcast and there were those of religious persuasion that had an attitude about this number one you don't look like a king hallelujah you don't walk like a king Hallelujah, you got sandals on. There's no gold slippers on your feet. Hallelujah, you, you were born in a manger. Yes, you were. You don't act like a 
royalty at all, but here he is opening his mouth talking about my kingdom. He's not of this world. And every time he touched someone, if they were sick, they would become healed. Even the demons of hell recognize his lordship. And they would stop in their tracks. Even ask permission, can I go in? swine because they understood he was the ruler of things seen and unseen he is the ruler he was God of the universe hallelujah he was royalty above royalty he was above principalities and he was above every sickness hallelujah cancer when it met Jesus had to be destroyed. Tumors had to dissolve because the king opened his mouth. That's why when you speak, you gotta speak like your daddy. That's why when you speak, you have to speak like you're connected to the kingdom. They had issues with those who would be brought in to the kingdom. Don't you know the devil is angry because of the audacity of this king to bring people like you and I into this kingdom. Look around the room. Hallelujah. This is why the devil is mad. I had her in my hands. Her mind was messed up. He was on his way to hell. And here he is sitting in the kingdom. They, they were upset. Hallelujah. Because of who was there. Lift your hands and say, I'm in it now. And I ain't going nowhere. I'm in it now. I was a mess, but I'm all right now. I was filthy and dirty, but I'm in the kingdom. Oh, you better take notice and stop taking it for granted. I don't care who your pastor is. If you're not in the kingdom, you're still a mess. I don't care if you're cool JC, PCAFPAW. Care if you're A B C D E F G, if you're not in the kingdom, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather be in the kingdom. Kick me out of the church, put me out of the building, rip up my membership card. But I'm all right. I'm in the kingdom. You don't know what I had to go through to get to get here. Hallelujah! Scream down your row if you only knew. They were upset. They knew some of those folks who were sitting there blind and nasty, dirty and smelly. She had an issue of blood. She, she shouldn't even be named among them. Hallelujah. Who do you think you are? I could see them rolling their eyes, sucking their teeth. And there Jesus is speaking and preaching and people being healed, set free, and anointed by the word of God. 
we got to get out of this church mentality where we think we can tell God who to save, who to bless, and who to heal. Scream down your row and say, I'm glad it wasn't up to you. I'm so glad my joy ain't up to you. I'm glad my salvation ain't up to you. I'd be in trouble, but he looked beyond my faults. Oh, and he saw my needs. I'm in the kingdom, but I shouldn't be here. Because everything the devil said about me, I had a record. I did it. I said it. But God pulled me in anyway. You know you did it. You know you said it. You know you were there. Look down your row and say, you know you was a mess. And that's why the devil is so mad now. Because he cleaned up your mess. Yes, he did. Picked you up, turned you around, and put you in the kingdom. But Jesus says, the Bible says that this particular time, Luke records it in Sam, there were so many people around Jesus. He's out in the open. He's in the street. They kicked him out of the synagogue because he disrupted their dead church. Their dead worship. They, they were angry at Jesus because when he came into the synagogue, people followed them, him in the building. Nasty folks. People that used to get drunk and high. Sitting in the house of God. Following Jesus there. And they put him out. So he said, all right. I'll start on the corner. Hallelujah. And he started preaching and teaching out in the open. And Luke says there were so many people until they were all over themselves. Hallelujah. And he opens his mouth and says, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Beware. Don't be a hypocrite. Come into church with robes on and all dressed up but you're rotten on the inside you may be a member of the church but you ain't in the kingdom cause there's life in the kingdom there's joy in the kingdom there's peace in the kingdom hallelujah I'm so sick of church folk I don't know what to do I want to sit around kingdom minded people somebody that will say the blood of Jesus they won't let gossip come out of their mouth but they'll speak against the problem and say there's power in the kingdom and if there's power in the kingdom there's power in my mouth act like you're in the kingdom and speak against it didn't Jesus say one time if you're gonna be in the kingdom then you can speak to the mountain and say be thou removed that's kingdom stuff but 
but all you know about is church. You'll only wait for the preacher to lay hands on you. And all you know about is church. I gotta get on the prayer line. No, baby, when you're in the kingdom, you can lay your hands on yourself. And say by his stripes. I feel like preaching in here. He said, don't be like the Pharisee. Hallelujah. Don't get wrapped up in, in the hoopla in the church. Don't get, don't get wrapped up in where you sit and what kind of position you have. Don't, don't get caught up in all of that. Hallelujah. Don't try to advance in your flesh. Try to get closer to God in your flesh. Hallelujah. Don't try to be so spiritual until you walk by the principles of my kingdom. I see you all dressed up. Hallelujah. But where's the kingdom power? I know you got your uniform on, but where is the kingdom power? While he is teaching, a young man asked him this question and said, Jesus, could you tell my brother, hallelujah, to split this inheritance with me? I believe Jesus got an attitude and said, man, I'm not a probate lawyer. What do I have to do with that matter? And why are you sitting here under all of this word? And all you could think about is the money you got in the bank and the clothes that you have on your back. He uses it as a teachable moment. Hallelujah. Who made me a judge that I should have to divide the money between you and your brother? He discerned a spirit of covetousness where he wanted to pull under himself the things of the world. All I want is what I want. You got people like that in the church. They are not in the kingdom. They're just in church. It's all about them. It's all about what I want, where I sit. Listen, baby, he saved you to serve, not so you could be served. And he that is greatest among us, hallelujah, you should be ready to serve even the more. He talks that talk. And he said, you ought to know by now, hallelujah, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. You're not blessed because of where you live. You're not really blessed 
finish because of what you drive. If God limited to what you possessed, then you could walk around and say, I'm more blessed than she is because what I have cost me more. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. And Jesus talks straight talk. And he used a parable to bring the message home. He said there was a rich man that had plenty of goods. He had more than enough. And then he thinks within himself that I have no room for what I have. So I think I'll tear down my bonds. Pull them all down and build a large facility. And notice what he says. My goods. My bonds. Not one time does he said I have this. Because of God's goodness. Not one time does he open his mouth and say, had it not been for the Lord who was on my side. Not one time did he acknowledge that I would be nothing, have nothing, if God did not smile upon me. And he says, I'll then say to my soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Notice the arrogance. I'm going to live a long time. I'm going to be rich all the days of my life. I could take it easy now. Drink all I want and eat all I want and be merry. God said you're a fool because tonight you can close your eyes and not wake up to see another day in all of your money in all of your houses and everything that you have he said who will it belong to then if you lay up treasures for yourself it doesn't mean that you're rich if you don't know who your God is he said so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God hallelujah we got too many fools in the house who are wrapped up in the things of the world. Hallelujah, you're giving up kingdom for the world? You mean to tell me that you have more faith in the things of the flesh? Then you do the things of the kingdom. The kingdom is forever. But what I have here is temporal. Hallelujah. But the kingdom is eternal. Lift your hands and say, but the kingdom 
is eternal. I hear the Holy Ghost say you better stop being so foolish and you better embrace the kingdom. Listen, there are five types of fools that are described in the word of God. Hallelujah, you can be simple, silly, sensual, scorning, or a steadfast fool. Hallelujah, turn to somebody say, don't be a fool. In the Old Testament, the word fool is actually a translation of those five different words that reflect the differences the different foolish mentalities it also reveals a need to understand the progression of what it means for somebody to live in rebellion against the truth of God there's the simple fool hallelujah and the word for simpleton is pathy. Hallelujah, we use it for petty. Too many petty saints in the house of God. It implies an extreme vulnerability. It literally means to be opened up to anything. Anything the devil tells you. Any old thing sets you off or pulls you away from the truth. The simple fool opens his mind to any passing thought and opens his arms to any passing stranger tossed to and fro with every wind and doctrine. It was Solomon that said a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hides himself but the simple pass on and they are punished. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say I refuse to be a fool. Hallelujah. And then there's the silly fool. Hallelujah. In the Hebrew, it's simply pronounced evil. It means to be perverse. The mouth of a silly fool often gets them in trouble. You don't know what to say out of your mouth. And most of the time, it's because you haven't spent time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Around negative folk. It's made you silly. Around people that, that have no faith. That have no spiritual backbone. And it's caused you to be silly in your mind. But I hear Solomon say, a stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Hallelujah, it's that person that feels they're right about everything. Even God is wrong. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Raise your hand again. And say, I refuse to be a fool. Thank you, Lord. And then there's the sensual fool. That's the one that's always in their feelings. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost will come by and correct you. But because you're in your feelings, you'll even get mad at God. And you'll shut down in the word of God. It's pronounced kisia. It means to be so fat in yourself. To be so self-absorbed. Hallelujah. Until you won't take correction. And you continue to do what you do. If it feels good, it must be right. The sensual fool only focuses on what brings them immediate pleasure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The sensual fool is unreasonable. Thank you, Lord. And then there's the scornful fool. In the Hebrew, it's pronounced lutz. Thank you, Lord. That's the fool that has everything in their face. Hallelujah. Let me explain. If they're mad, you'll know about it. If they got an attitude, you'll know about it. That's the judgmental one. Always judging. Ain't got no discernment. But they're always judging. Hallelujah. They communicate through their facial expressions. They're full of disdain and contempt. This kind of fool will reject the truth and embrace abomination. Hallelujah. But I heard David say, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council. I feel like preaching. The ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Hallelujah. There ought to be a progression in your life. But because you're judging everything, hallelujah, wrapped up in that foolishness, you're still taking baby steps. Hallelujah. And you turn a deaf ear to the word of God. But I hear the word say, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And there's one more. This is the worst kind. A fool. 
described in Hebrew. That's the steadfast fool. In the Hebrew is pronounced normal. It means to be stupid. It means a God. To be totally ignorant of the move of God, the word of God, and the presence of God. God will sit in your room and you won't even acknowledge him because it's all about you and what you want. Hallelujah. This kind of fool is all about self. Self-help. Self-confidence. Self-minded. Self. But lift your hands and say, Lord, give me the strength to get out of my own way so you can bless me the way you want to bless me. Say, yeah. I gave you the kingdom so seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness lift your hands and say I think I'll put the kingdom first the kingdom is what I want the kingdom is what I want. Say it out of your mouth. The kingdom is what I want. Some of y'all don't sound so convincing. All you want is a new car. All you want is a husband and a wife. But seek ye first the kingdom. All you want is a mansion. All you want is money. In the bank. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things. Lift your hands and speak to yourself and say, Self, don't be no fool. If I seek the kingdom first, if I seek the face of God, if I seek the presence of God in His presence. Is the fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures evermore. I got a word in my spirit. Don't be a fool. You got the kingdom in your hands. I got a word for it. Jesus said it out of his mouth. Fear not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Yeah. Every time I think 
about it. You like shouting. Every time I think I was on my way to hell, but he gave me the kingdom. I was nasty, but he gave me the kingdom. my neighbor but just reach out your hand and tell him don't be a fool he gave you the kingdom yeah 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 I'd rather be in the kingdom say a fool you better praise him every chance you get don't be no fool you better live for him every day don't be a fool he brought you out of darkness into his marvelous hallelujah lift your hands and speak to yourself and say self if you're gonna be anybody's fool be a fool for Christ yes to your will yes to your way yes 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 Thou fool, you. Your life may be required of you tonight. Here you are, bragging about everything, not realizing that what you have is because of me. Seek first the kingdom. <laughs> Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. I hear that in my spirit. Do you know, I was in meditation and this came to me, I believe, while I was reading the text. These words came to me. There, there's sickness in the world, but there's no sickness in my kingdom. There's, there's bondage in the world, but there's no bondage in my kingdom. I think if the church was more kingdom-minded, we could say there's hate in the world, but there's love in the kingdom. Anytime you step out of love and start operating in hate and jealousy, you're no longer operating according to kingdom. But lift your hands and say there's love in the kingdom. Father, I've given them your word, I pray 
that the message has been received. Take that seed that has been planted in them. Everyone that's been listening and watching and bring forth harvest in their lives. Help us all to be more kingdom minded. Help us, Father. Hishandabo, you are king, you are Lord. We are your subjects. We don't deserve to be here. But you look beyond all of our faults and saw our needs. Thank you. Thank you. Just lift your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Lift him and tell him thank you. Lift those hands and give the king glory. Give him honor. Begin to thank him. Begin to magnify. Hey, Shababu. Hallelujah. Shamayesia. Gloria Masi. I want to minister to those of you who have been watching us via live stream. You may be sitting in your living rooms or in your cars. Perhaps you're sitting in your office, but you have connected with us today. We're getting ready to pray for you. You have a special need in your life. You want to be baptized in Jesus' name. Perhaps you want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Send in that request, admin, at grtdc.org. Someone from the staff will reach out to you, let you know what you need to do. We'll make arrangements for baptism, even for someone to tarry with you till you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can God do it? Yes, he can. Will God do it? Yes, he will. And perhaps you want us to say a prayer for you right now. Put your name in the comment section so we could establish an electronic prayer line. We're getting ready to pray for you. Getting ready to pray. Hallelujah. We're praying for you. Want God to do miracles in your life. We're praying for Gail Matthews and family. Yes. Want the Lord to bless you all real good. The whole house. Sister Alicia and family. Latanya Davis Bennett, Gary Richardson, we're praying for you. Carly Bell. Sister Dawn Dempsey. Praying for you. Francis Miller, Tamara Campbell. The names are steadily coming in. We're getting ready to pray. Rosetta Hunter, the Necker family. Hallelujah. Edward Holmes, the Hargrove Carr family. The Richardson family. Let's bow our heads. Father, the names are still rolling in. Families and individuals that are asking for prayer. They need a touch from you. Deliverance and healing is needed. Doors that must be open, ways that must be made. Only you can do it. You know the situation. You know the problem. You know the request. It is our prayer as we touch and agree that you would move on their behalf. Hey, hey. 
step in that living room, sit in that car, let them feel your presence. In the name of Jesus, loose shackles. Loose that shackle, we ask. In the name of Jesus. As they touch and agree, I pray that you'd work a miracle right now in their life. In Jesus' name. Say it with me. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's praise the Lord with them, everybody. Thank you for connecting with us. And we look forward to worshiping with you on next week. Until then, be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. Those of you who are in the temple, the altar. Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization at Great Reformation Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ. It was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom. <laughs>